Welcome to 20 Minute Noodles, where simple things go wrong. A podcast about adulting and life. I'm Kaylee. I'm Jethro. And I'm Sing Sing. Welcome to today's episode. Just for context before we begin, we are recording this in the middle of Sydney's second lockdown. And of course, we are doing it in a COVID safe and lawful legal way. So we don't have our usual audio set up. And so we apologize in advance if our audio is not um, yet as good as usual or a bit choppy. But hopefully this lockdown will soon be over and we can get back to producing our usual extremely high quality episodes for all of you to listen to. Yeah, so today... We're chatting about something that has become quite the hot topic over the last few years, that is self-care. And I think especially in lockdown with the pandemic, it's become even more popular. Uh, According to Forbes, recognising the importance of mental wellness, consumers are coping with stress and anxiety in myriad ways, many times referred to as self-care. Google searches for self-care have been experiencing a steady climb worldwide in the last five years, but have reached an all-time high during the COVID-19 pandemic. Yeah, I think self-care is something you become more conscious of as you get older. It's almost like a preventative tool against burnout and kind of trying to live a sustainable lifestyle. And I think especially in lockdown and with life being so different, people have become a lot more conscious of self-care. So I guess... Do you guys practice self-cares and especially during this lockdown, this second lockdown that we're going through? I would say that I have only become more conscious of like self-care like recently. Like I feel like the term I'm sure has always been around, but as the Forbes article kind of said, it's definitely reached its height, I suppose, um, during this lockdown or during the whole pandemic. Personally for me, in lockdown, I've probably just been a little bit more mindful of my own like health and well-being or like mental health as well, as well as being more, I guess, intentional with reaching out to other people to see and make sure that they're okay as well. Because it's just really hard since you're not seeing anyone at all. Or if you are, it's only like, you know, for like an hour or something in the park or doing exercise or going on a walk together. So what sort of things have you gotten up to as part of your self-care routine? I wouldn't really say I have a very strict or rigid self-care routine, so to speak. Um, I would say, though, definitely I get very restless sitting at home, especially since I'm at my desk um, Mondays to Fridays, like during work hours. And I don't really get to move around outside beyond my room, only to the bathroom or the kitchen, which is really not that exciting. So I enjoy going out. So I've been going out on daily walks, assuming the weather allows me to. And so I've been exploring a lot more of the routes around my area. And I've lived in the same area for like 20 years, but all these paths and parks and trails and like lookout spots and things I've never known before lockdown existed. And so ironically, uh, even though lockdown is you know, I'm staying at home most of the time. I've definitely gone out to explore my neighbourhood a lot more than I ever have um, in my whole life. So daily walks and exercise in that sense is probably one of the more routine things that I do. Other than that, 
I wouldn't really say anything has been super different from pre-lockdown. I think I just, you know, try to keep up with, you know, social activity in some form. Obviously, as we are currently right now, it's online, on Zoom, over a phone call, whatever it might be. Um, Yeah, and that just kind of helps me stay in touch with other people and kind of keep my spirits up, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Good one. I mean, September's come around at a good time, right? Yeah, exactly. So I'm doing September. So I am trying to walk my 10,000 steps a day and I'm doing it with a group of um, friends from church, which is also fun. So we're trying to encourage each other to walk more and also to read more as well. So it's like a little walking slash book club that we've kind of formed. Oh, that's nice. And how do we donate money to you? Well, if you want to donate, you can let me know, depending when this episode comes out. (laughs) We'll put the link in the podcast notes, in these episode notes, and on our social media. So make sure you check it out. Right. (laughs) Yeah, I think the exercise thing is so true. I think you have to be so much more intentional with your exercise because I realised before I was so reliant on kind of organized sports or like community sports and going out playing or like even just Mm -hmm. the everyday exercise of like walking around uni campus um things like that I remember um when the lockdown first started and it was only like a week or two weeks and I was like oh that's okay like well we expected it to only be two weeks so I didn't really do much with the exercise and then after a while I was like oh boy we should try exercising and then I did and my legs the next day were like jelly because I had not like (laughs) done any movement for so long and it was so it was I think that's the most painful post-workout legs that I've ever had um so yeah so but since then I've also been keeping up with exercise a bit more um I know a lot of people these days like to do workout videos or like um which is fun um people have been trying to get me into running um this is the new fad that I have been running for the past week um but who knows whether it'll continue um yeah Jethro what about you how's your exercise going um well I've been to my local park more than I've ever been to and I'll go (laughs) on walks every now and then but it's been hard because like sometimes I just wake up late and so I work late and then it's like 6 p.m. and it's too dark and it's almost in the time. So I can't go on a walk. But I really, really, really been enjoying my walks um, and kind of bumping into some people sometimes. And then the other time I met this guy at the park and he made me, we had a good conversation for like an hour and a half. And then he made me do push-ups because this guy's like, apparently he's done military service in like <laughs> Iran. So he's like, you know, like compulsory. So it was like pretty jacked. And then he was like, all right, I'm older than you. Get down on the floor. We're doing push-ups. And his after, like, he's kicked goals with me. Anyway, so he's like, let's start with 20. And I'm like, okay, I can do 20. And so I did 20. And then he did, like, 50. Um, and then the next day, oh, my arms and my pecs hurt so much. I haven't had push-ups in, like, a year. I don't <laughs> intend to do them anymore this much. But, oh, my arms hurt so much. <laughs> oh, good on you. Good on you for getting that exercise in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the other, other thing that I really realised, um, but I only realised kind of halfway through this lockdown, like, it's pretty easy to, like, kind of get a bit sad and a bit down um, during lockdown when you're all at home by yourself, right? And I was trying to work out why. Um, and then I worked out that 
I could go almost a whole day without verbally talking to anyone. Like I sit in mm. front of my desk, I'm just typing away, I'm on Messenger and everything. And then I realised that often when I talk to people, I smile and I laugh because that's what normally happens, right? You talk about funny stuff or like cool stuff and you smile and laugh. And then smiling and laughing gives you happy endorphins because that's just how it works. Like physically, that's how the human body is made. And I realised that I just need to smile and laugh more during the day. And mm. I'll think I'll actually feel a bit better because that's just biologically how it works. And we're getting some science in here. <laughs> yeah. Fine. I didn't do science yeah. in well, but I learned something in year 10. Yeah, <laughs> nice. There's like experiments as well where they like, if you like put like the experiment, you wouldn't do this normally, but like you put like a pencil in your mouth, like horizontally and so it forces you to kind of smile. Yeah, for context, Jethro is trying to put a pen in his mouth now. Oh, dear. <laughs> like, you clamp it. You, like, clamp it. And so, like, you're forced to smile. And then, like, apparently, like, they did some experiment. I forgot what they did. But, like, the group of participants that had, like, the pencil in their mouth, so they were, like, forced to make the act of, like, smiling and, like, you know, like, lifting their cheeks or whatever, um, they actually reported feeling better or happier than like the participants who just didn't have like the pen in their mouth or something or it was in a different direction yeah so it is a thing damn oh. so if you're struggling this lockdown go climb a pen with your mouth right now and <laughs> science says it'll make you feel better <laughs> i think another self-care thing that i've done during lockdown um but actually no i did this before lockdown but like mindfulness stuff and i know a lot of people like doing it and i think it is helpful sometimes when like you're very overwhelmed and stressed just to breathe and like i have to remind myself all the time just to breathe um because it's very easy to get stressed um i also developed a skincare routine during lockdown so my skincare routine like tripled in steps during lockdown <laughs> um there weren't that many in the first place but um so that's sometimes fun I think it's nice at the end of a day or beginning of the day mostly end of the day to kind of wind down and you're like ah oh, it feels like it's very refreshing um and that mm. makes me feel good yeah yeah that's good I think also I've noticed the reason why I enjoy going out on my daily walks where I can and even if I don't go outside of my walks I just walk around my house um, which sounds really silly, um, but I literally just like pace back and forth, um, either in my room or around my house or whatever space I have, sometimes even on the spot, um, just because I feel like I need to move. And also, I think the key thing that I'm looking forward to is not looking at a screen for that mm. period of time, because I realize in lockdown, you know, like my, a lot of people are probably like catching up on like their Netflix or um you know whatever kind of movies shows dramas it's like the ideal time to just binge watch things and so I realized you know I'm at my laptop for work for you know seven hours a day or whatever it is and then if my idea of winding down is just going from my monitor to my personal laptop to watch shows and if it's <laughs> not that it's going to the TV to watch something on the TV or I'm Chromecasting something to the TV. And all the while, I'm also on my phone chatting to people. I'm literally looking at devices, if you add it all up, over 
like it's more than 24 hours. Like how, how is that possible? Like I'm only awake for 14, but somehow if you added up all my device viewing hours, it's probably <laughs> the equivalent to a whole day, uh, which is pretty bad. And so I think I've been a bit more mindful of that as well, like trying to reduce screen time or at least have a period every day where I can just look at something else or focus on something else and look out the window or enjoy nature where I'm not consciously just staring at my phone the whole time. Mm, that's true. I think getting the vitamin D super important. Like just, I realized like the beginning of lockdown, I didn't go outside very much at all. And so after a while, it's been like really good weather, especially since it's hit spring. Um, the sun's been out and it's really nice. And so I've started to appreciate actually just going out and soaking in that vitamin D. It feels good. Yeah. Mm. I mean, Kaylee, you have been saying that. Oh, I'll just walk up and down um, your hallway watching shows to get your 10,000 steps. Don't do yes, that. Yes, I don't deny. I do not deny doing that. There was one time, not in this current lockdown, but the previous Sydney lockdown, I, like, before I started the final episode of a drama, I was like, okay, I'm going to walk, like, I'm going to walk while I watch this final episode. And it was a terrible idea because I should have checked the length of the final episode before I committed to this because it was a two hour long episode. So as a result, I walked around my house for two hours and I ended up, I can't remember, with like 14,000 steps or something that day. Um, but, you know, by the one hour mark, I was like, this is a bad idea. I should just sit down and watch this. But I had committed too far and I was like, you know what? I never walk this many steps normally. So I'm going to do it for today and today only. And after that, I, yeah, no, I haven't walked quite that much in one go. Uh, but I do try to hit my 10K, at least for this month of September. Yeah, mm, nice. nice. I think the only other, I, I don't do much walking, so it's good. But something I have started doing is just going into my room, putting on upbeat music, and then just jumping around. Because, you know, Ooh, moving around really and kind of dancing is actually quite fun. Um, and it's you just feel so free. Like I'm not looking at a screen, sitting in the same spot, but I'm moving around. And I'm like in my own space, my own zone, like no one's looking. So I'm just be, be completely myself. And it's actually quite good. I'm that sounds very liberating. That. Oh, it's very liberating. Just try it yourself. Maybe we should all try it. Yeah. Mm. I think one area that I've tried to be looking after myself a bit better is sleep, which sounds funny because I think people say, you know, being in lockdown, you obviously don't have all that travel time. And so we can sleep a lot more instead of having to wake up early to travel to work or uni. But then I realised like most people at the start of lockdown, my sleep was just all over the place. Like I would sleep at night whenever I wanted and then wake up in the morning whenever I wanted, um, especially because I don't work during lockdown. And so uni... Um, also the hours are very flexible there weren't many classes and so I was just waking up you know middle of the day whenever I wanted and then I think that even though I was getting lots of sleep it made me feel really groggy and like gross for the rest of the day um, and so I was like okay you know what we have to get our sleep back in order and so I made my eight sleeping commandments <laughs> which uh, I can tell you right now what they are. <laughs> so so um, number one is to have strict bedtime which was um 11 30 to 12 30 roughly had to sleep in that hour and then I wake oh, up definitely. at 8 to 8 30 
whether I wake up or not by then is a different story, but that's okay. Um, number two is to change out of my pajamas into proper clothes each day. Number three is no caffeine after 12. Number four is to exercise every day or most days. Number five is to have minimal sugar after dinner. <laughs> um, but I'm clearly drinking a milk tea in the evening right now. So that's obviously not working very well. Um, number six is to stop. To, sometimes I just lie in my bed and scroll on my phone. Um, but I was like, nah, the bed is just for sleeping. Um, so, you know, doesn't distract me. But that one's also not going very well number seven is not drinking too much liquid after dinner because I used to have to go to the toilet so many times before I slept <laughs> and it, it was so bad um and then number eight is no naps so those are my sleeping commandments but they've been broken each of them have been broken at some point but uh not like your sleeping healthy. suggestions Sorry? sleeping suggestions yeah but they're but they're like you know they're good framework and my sleep has improved since then and I feel better and more alive so they're working to some extent so that is my form of self-care you know mm. oh to be a uni student and just sleeping and waking up at random times <laughs> yeah. I'm not anymore <laughs> nah, see my strategy is I don't get that <laughs> just scheduling some sort of meeting between the hour of nine and ten and I'll have to wake up Mm. by then so I've been calling my boss at like nine o'clock most mornings gets me up so I think we mentioned we've been talking about um speaking to one another um and keeping up social activity a bit and how sometimes we can go a bit without talking and I guess um Friendships, obviously, during lockdown is a whole different beast. How have you guys approached that? I mean, for me, I've tried to I've tried to pop up to some of my friends more, um, but it's I don't know it, it gets it gets difficult if you have a lot of messages and that sort of thing. And just like talking online is just not where it's quite at. Sometimes, like mm -hmm. it, it gets really draining, even though it's quite fun as well. Um, so I've tried to kind of just pop up for short conversations or like maybe call my friends. Um, I think one of the things that we've all done is like try to, you know, deliver food to a friend or something, um, like to varying degrees of success. I caught up with a friend on the weekend um, and look, he lives in Newcastle and lives in uni accommodation. Um, and so we were doing dinner. And so I ordered him Thai food uh, on Uber Eats. I didn't, I'm not very experienced on Uber Eats. Anyway, so I ordered it. Um, and then it like said, you know, they received the order and they're cooking it and they're preparing it. And I was like, oh, great. And then like an hour's passed and like it's still on the same screen. There's no like tracking the car or anything until I realized that um, it was a restaurant delivered, like delivery it wasn't Uber, it's delivered. Um, and so you couldn't track their car. And then I looked at the address that I seemingly put in and it like wasn't the full address. It just said like University Drive. I was like, oh man, like they're never going to find his place because they haven't got the actual building. Um, and like, I reckon we waited an hour and a half before I was like, okay, let's try and call this restaurant. And so the number on Uber Eats, like disconnected, it wasn't the right phone number. So I had to Google the restaurant. Oh, no. And then I finally called them. When I called them, I like, this was like 7.45 p.m. And I ordered it at like 5.50. Um, and then I was like, oh, hey, I just wanted to pop this order and I checked the address. It was all good. It just turned out it was Father's Day and they had too many orders. And so the food arrived at 8 p.m. 
And so I ended up just watching a church service with my friend while we were waiting for his food to arrive. And my food was in the oven the whole time, so I'm keep warm. So we could eat together. <laughs> it was fun though. And this food arrived and it was great. Yum. I also have done a lot of food deliveries. and But sometimes I don't really check the delivery fee. And so one of the delivery fees I said, like the actual food itself was $10. And then I think I spent $15 on delivery. And it didn't even occur to me after I'd paid and everything. And I was like waiting. And 10 minutes later, I was like, hang on, how come the final price I paid was so expensive? And I was like, oh, no, I spent $15 on delivery. That's not an adult move. If you were an adult, Very you would not have adult. <laughs> Letting my finances go all over. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I think it's kind of hard to send anything other than food these days. It's kind of just like an act of service and everyone needs to eat and everyone likes it when their doorbell rings and it's like, oh, a surprise delivery. How exciting. And so I've also done, um, yeah, I've done a few like kind of dessert swaps and food deliveries with different groups of friends. And it's been pretty nice. Like it's just a good chance to catch up and even though it's on Zoom or whatever platform you decide to use, it is still nice to see people. And sometimes it's good to see that there are like groups of friends that if life was more normal, we might not be that intentional in trying to like catch up and check on each other. But because everyone's a bit more almost like hyper aware of the effects of lockdown on our mental health and things that everyone's trying to reach out a bit more and I've been able to catch up with different groups of friends in lockdown, which I don't think I would actually catch up with if it wasn't lockdown. So that's mm. been pretty fun. Yeah. I think people are also more free. But me and my friends have noticed trying to make plans, like Zoom calls, yeah. it's been really free because everyone's available because no one's really going anywhere. <laughs> um, so that's yeah. helpful too. That's a plus of lockdown. Yeah. Do you know what I got delivered? Someone delivered me a book, believe it or not. Mm. Book mm-hmm. delivery. I don't know. If, oh, I know you guys would know, but your listeners, there's a bookshop called Matthias Media who like publish Christian books, and they had a offer going that if you were sending a book to a friend, it was free shipping, which is a great incentive. Oh, so um, I got cute. a big fat book shipped to me. But a funny story was my friend asked me about this book. She was like, "Oh, have you read um Wisdom and Leadership?" And I was like, "No, I haven't." Um, and I was like, "It's a good book." And before she replied, I like went online and I saw it, and I was like, "Ah." Oh, I'll just buy it for myself anyway. So I bought it. And then 15 minutes later, uh, she pops up and she goes, oh, yeah, it's a good book. And I was like, oh, yeah, I just bought it. And she was like, no, 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 refund. And I was like, what, is it bad? And she was like, no, I bought you one. And I was like, oh, crap. How uh, <laughs> about uh, these books at home? I'm, I'm going to give one away at some point. Uh, um, and they both <laughs> arrived on the very same day on the very same delivery as well. <laughs> that's funny the delivery person was probably like oh why did this person order two but in two separate orders and still deliver on the Please. same day same place <laughs> uh, me and Kaylee and uh, some other friends we were meant to go watch Hamilton the real life musical but then it got cancelled oh. so we ended up watching the Disney plus version Let's together for you guys <laughs> yeah um and also just watching yeah because things are being released online these days because no one can go to um theater um so that's been fun and then also the classic playing online games together um yeah so i think a lot of those things um it seems very novel but it's kind of 
just nice to have at least that little bit of contact together um, still during this time. Do you guys have any final tips on reflections when it comes to self-care or if about friendships, calling it other other care, other other person care, non-self-care? <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, it's actually like today is Are You OK Day? Um, and <laughs> I actually got sent a pretty interesting list of things from one of my work teams today. Um, just like little reminders talking about, you know, um, it's actually okay to have dodgy Wi-Fi. It's okay to stand, sit, or lie down for meetings. It's okay to switch off your camera to have a stretch or eat an apple. Um, it's okay if your pets get crushed at video conference. It's okay to not check your email or ping out for hours. It's okay to be confused, to say, I don't know, to ask for help, to have a cry. I've cried to myself. It's really good. Cathartic, I think it's called. Mm. Um, it's okay to have a crappy day. It's okay to have a good day. Share things that have helped you. Smile. And it's okay to say you're not okay. So I think we should all just be looking out for each other. Oh, that's really sweet. That was a cute list. Wholesome. What have you got, Kaylee? Singo? I feel like at the end of the day, a lot of the things we say is because lockdown has such a lack of routine and structure to your day. You have to be so much more intentional with everything you do. You have to be intentional with exercise and even for myself with sleep or reaching out with friends. But I think at the same time, um, it takes effort to do these things and you're in such a totally weird time of your life, like everyone is, like never before in the last century uh, have we all been forced inside our homes of not being able to connect um, in person. And I think someone said to me that, like, it's okay. Like, don't expect yourself to keep up normal routines and have to be completely on top of your exercise and your health and your friendships and social circles because that's not the reality that we're in right now. So, like, even though we say be super intentional um, and put the effort into doing it, um, it's okay if sometimes it's hard and sometimes you don't feel like it. Um, because you can't expect yourself to live your normal life, especially when everything around you is not normal. So I think that was really helpful, very comforting advice. Thanks for joining us for our first part of our three-part little lockdown series to help get you through the last few weeks of lockdown. Talked about self-care today, um, about ways to... I guess, look after ourselves um, during this wild time of lockdown. And I guess also what it looks like to look after others as well. Um, let us know uh, if you have fun ways to do self-care or look after yourself um, on our Insta page, I guess. Um, and we'll see you next time for Working in Lockdown. Bye. Bye.